Hello, hello. Welcome to the Eddie Conversation Podcast. My name is Eddie V. Hill, and I am your host. Uh, this is episode number 80, and joining me today is Emily Sweet. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. 80. That's impressive. Yeah, 80. That's yeah. great. This has been running since October of 2020. Wow. That's lovely. So make sure you like and subscribe. <laughs> Follow the show. All right. Um. Yeah, 80. I'm, uh, it's the race to 100 right now is the current goal. Okay. How during COVID, how did you do that? Through Zoom? It was still in person. It was? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good for you. Yeah. The whole the whole per the whole the whole purpose of the show was I needed an excuse. Like I was dying. Uh not of COVID, but I was dying. Um Solitude. The solitude was yeah, I was like, I just need to talk to I just need to talk. Yeah. And it's not the the over the, the Zoom, the the screen interactions mm. weren't really fulfilling, so yeah, I would, you know, on on occasion, would meet one on one with people and have a conversation. It was lovely. Aww. And now here we are, still doing it, everybody. <laughs> we have Emily Sweet with us, number eighty. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's talk about. Let's build a little bit of foundation here, Anya. Uh, you're an actor. I am. Yes. Uh, model. <laughs> yes. If technically, you, if, you, if you go to her Instagram. <laughs> You mentioned model and yes. not actor on there, so I just want to clarify. Oh, how really? Yeah, I think I need to change that. <laughs> you should go change that. I was like, why are you? Why wow. are you pushing? Either way, yeah. Either way, so okay. Yes, I act and I model. Um, I am technically signed with with modeling agencies. Lovely. Um, I just feel so silly saying I'm a model because, you know, I'm not. Kendall Jenner or or any of the Hadids, you know what I mean? Sure, so not, not many people are. You that's know. true. So I kind of always feel silly, but I I love it. I'm not trying to, you know. I I am hoping to still be cast for modeling gigs as well as acting gigs. So yeah, yeah. yeah. your Instagram. Like, I don't know. I like to go. Like, it's very curious to see how people describe themselves on. Because this is our chance to like, who are we right. to ourselves, and the, who are we trying to put out? And you have. Well, you say I love horror, and then you say model. <laughs> That's so funny. Right. I do love horror. That's true, but I should put actor model. I love acting in horror. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So you're we. I guess for for context, um, or you know, we have been on set together. We have. It's been it's been a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is. Before this was right after. Actually, no. I was miss before we were rolling. I was explaining our what our history, but I actually got it wrong. Oh. Um. I'm. I just moved to Los Angeles, and then I went back to my hometown. Oh. Okay. And then I went back a few months later, up to Reno to first AD a uh, feature film mm-hmm. that you were the lead actor in. Yes. The, well, well, me and Andy yeah, were yeah, yeah. co-leads, yes. yeah. Co-leads. Yeah, female lead. He was the male lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, that, that was back in 2019, wasn't it? 2019, correct. Wow. That movie was called? Desert Shadows. Desert Shadows. Um, it's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a long history with Desert Shadows. We yeah, um, I guess, I don't know, For this is hopefully this movie comes out soon. Um, Tyler, I know you're not watching this. The dir- this was directed by uh, uh, Tyler Borns, uh, 
also from Reno, and I know I was catching up with him recently, and we were joking slash, he was joking slash, <laughs> uh, he wasn't actually crying. I was going to say was crying like, inside? Was, was, yeah, dying, dying. <laughs> of, like, this movie is still not out, <laughs> and it should be out by now, and yeah. this is killing. This is well, killing. so... I'm pretty sure the distributor is Raven Banner, who distributes a ton of horror movies. They're a great distributor for horror. And uh, I follow them on Twitter, and I have a lot of horror... I do a lot of horror acting, and so I have a lot of horror people follow me. And I think it was Aaron who played the brother in Desert Shadows... Yes. ...tweeted something to me and to... Raven Banner and said, when's this movie coming out? And Raven Banner responded with something like, we have big things for this movie. Stay tuned. And that was a few months ago. So I don't know. No one knows. Big things. (laughs) Very excited. No one knows. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I guess, I don't know. Since we're on the, uh, should we, this is something I forget to do a lot is I focus on. Like, oh my gosh, like Desert Shadows was shot in Reno and it was 23 days and these are the actors and I forget to explain to people what the movie was about. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Go for um, it. I'll try. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking about it before. I'm like, what? Because I'm like, you were the lead, right? I'm like, oh no, there is, there's a whole other character yeah. that we focus on. Yeah. And um, so it's about a guy who... Uh, I guess it opens up. Well, I, this is you know we're not spoiling movie here. You haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I've not seen it. You haven't seen it. I've seen it. Um, you've seen the trailer. I heard you've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. It opens up. Two brothers hanging out. You know they're whatever. They're thirties, forties. I don't know how old their characters are, but they're they're hanging out. And um, one guy, one of the brothers, gets mad at the other brother. And then they split up. And splitting up is never good in horror movies. Never. Well, the one brother is an addict. One brother's an addict. And I think goes through a bender. And they get mad. He They get mad. He goes on a bender, I think. Something like that. Something like that. So I haven't seen it. <laughs> one brother goes missing. And it's unclear <laughs> on what happened to him. But there's a theory of there's a monster in the desert that took my brother. Yes. And I'm going to investigate this. Yes. And then we jump forward in time and follow this investigation, this murder investigation. And your mm-hmm. character is a student at this university Yeah. that uh, works with uh, some scientist guy. Mitch Pelegi. Mitch Pelegi. Um, yeah. And then you get, you get, you, you're excited for reasons. Yes. I'm and... over the top pumped <laughs> to go monster hunting. <laughs> To yeah. figure out the the mystery. <clears throat> That's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> and then it gets a little little yeah. That was um. I don't, like know, a, I don't know what to say about a it. horror drama. Yeah, kind which of. Which I kind of dig. Yeah, you yeah. don't get a lot of horror dramas. What are they normally? Just horror slasher. Horror comedies, horror slasher, not really drama. Like this is a family drama with horror sci fi elements in it. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. More sci-fi than horror. There are those little horror elements for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole whole cell is the creature. That's the Mm -hmm. whole... And then there's other things that happen. (laughs) You'll have to... (laughs) 
watch and see. see. <laughs> okay, so regardless of that was that was a time. Um, okay, wait. Sure. You've seen the movie. How does the monster look? Good question. Should I dive in? Okay. Because uh, um, it's kind well, of yeah. CGI, but kind of practical, right? You were not a part of the monster. You, you were never in a scene with the creature, if I am correct. I had one scene with a different person who was a creature, but not the creature. Yes. Right. Yep. <laughs> Uh yeah okay which makes sense okay so the initial I don't know Tyler you talked about watch the, we we I had Tyler on the on the podcast a while oh, ago nice. okay so if you want to hear cool. more about um some of this he did talk about it so I okay. feel free with it's okay for me to relay this information okay, good. I'm not good good um <laughs> I don't know how it is for most filmmakers these days but I guess maybe it's an indie space specific thing maybe you can attest to this theory okay. Or okay, there's a thought is when you're when you're making a movie with with effects, it there is an ideal world where it kind of feels better, maybe as a viewer or even on says from the acting side too to have a have a practical thing to be playing off of and to be shooting because visual effects are expensive so. Let's let's actually build it, and there's there's some cool elements to that. It's like it feels realer, and you can do some cool stuff with. Like it was supposed to be, they're building up this kind of big suit for like a big guy to wear, and it had like the big arms and you know whatever the face thingy that you can move it with and do all that kind of stuff was the idea. Oh, was the idea, and then when it came time, you know, <clears throat> as the AD on the project. I don't really have to be in the know and like what's I just I'm just like we I build the schedule you communicate yeah, you with just the need team to keep and keep us it's on like, time. <laughs> yeah, keep us on time and also I expect other departments to be prepping all their stuff to be ready on time sure. too. But I was checking with Tyler every once in a while and it's like all right, so you know the day's coming up we're like a couple weeks away from shooting the creature. How's it, you know, how's it looking just general stuff or and he's like you know, kind of head shake and it's like it's not looking they're saying they're still gonna get it they're still gonna be ready but it's you know the stuff they've sent me it doesn't it doesn't look ready yet okay. but they're saying it will be ready on the day so that's just, not what you want to hear <laughs> so you just get led down this path and by the time you get to shooting the creature you find out whether you have it or not okay and uh we did not have it okay so we're going to this cave up in virginia city near reno and that's when filmmaker brain comes in is like all right well what's plan b mm-hmm. well i will die on this hill that you should always use practical effects over cgi i have not seen i'm taking away from this mm-hmm. movie i have not seen the monsters i don't know how they look i can't comment on how they look i don't know if you take a practical effect and then enhance it with cgi i'm okay with that like the mo- i don't know if you've seen the movie hatching it's like a Swedish movie or Denmark movie. I don't remember. Nope. And it was amazing. It was this horror movie. Um, and there was this bird that was hatched that was all practical and then enhanced with some CGI. I couldn't tell a difference. It looks great. You, sh- I, I can't stand. This is part of the reason I might lose a lot of friends here. Uh, I'm not a huge Marvel fan. Okay. Marvel movie fan because I can't stand the CGI. I'm immediately taken out. 
just it's too much cg like i just and and i understand why they have to do that for marvel movies you can't destroy a whole city like i get that but for especially in horror cgi blood doesn't look that good you know what i mean that's just i i think people should spend the money for practical effects it always looks better it always is just it takes longer and some things don't maybe always go to plan but i think the outcome is 100 percent always always better than cgi i think that's yes (laughs) (laughs) well i think you had that nice wiggle room there of talking about enhancing practical with visual if if you're going to use visual at least have some sort of practical element to ground the ground the moment i guess maybe is the either way you you would prefer to see just full practical as much as possible as much as possible i think yeah but you know that takes like you said that does take more time it we does, don't have, we don't I have think, time. I know, but I think people... <laughs> that's true. There's never no, enough no, time. A, uh, yeah. But I think in this... What do I know? I don't know much. But what I would assume you should do, you as a general sense, who, who people who are making movies with practical effects, should plan... People always think, oh, the practical effects won't take long. It's going to take two hours to set up. It's, you know, the reset time is going to be the... It's going to be fine. No, just take, take a full day of practical effects just like take your time on the practical effects i know people don't have that luxury probably to do that in the indie space in the indie space but but yeah or, or yeah, but if continue. you're in pre-pro and you know that you're using practical effects i think it's really important if you're going to do them to do them well because i also feel like in indie movies the effect doesn't go off right or the gag doesn't work or whatever and then it's like well we got, we're out of time we have to move on we'll just throw some blood on it You've probably witnessed that very. F- you, no, I, I, I mean, no, I no. Okay, great. I, no, I don't think I, I'm just saying I've heard too many stories about gotcha, people gotcha. using, just not planning enough time for their practical effects. Yeah, but I'll die on that hill. That practical effects all the way over CGI. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. I had a, I had a good thought in there, and I okay. forgot what oh, it was. Sorry, I was rambled about no, my good. hill. I'm dying on. You're good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know I've been on on my fair share of of horror indie sets, and uh, okay, I remember what I was gonna say. Okay, good. Woo. <laughs> yes, as a filmmaker, as a director, I don't. I don't. Okay, it's. Ooh, it's tough. I guess I'm thinking yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, plan, plan, and then give the time to it. And the thought is, is like, well. If it's going to take that 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 amount of time, maybe is it you know is it more is the movie going to be better if we do three moments of rushed effects or maybe we boil that down into one moment where we take the time to do it right. Oh, okay, so you're saying yeah. So it's like all right, we have you know on three different days we're gonna we're gonna rush this 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 gag. And it's kind of like the situation that you explained where it's like, oh, we, we ran out of time or we're just going to... Oh, 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 um, so it's, you're, you're getting less of those moments in the movie. But so I guess the trade-off is that I guess I'm do that or less of it, but it's done well. Is, is that... That's kind of the, that's think... kind of the battle when you're talking about time, right? Sure. <laughs> As a... Yeah, no, totally. Or maybe totally. Less, less time for the actors to say lines on other days. Who knows? I, well, if 
they're prepared. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I, as a, as a horror movie lover and, and watcher, that's all I consume. I'm not proud of that. I should expand my viewings. Have you, have you thought about Marvel? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No. I don't. Um, they just really, okay. <laughs> I would prefer to see very good effects over... Because if they're bad, then I'm just like, oh. But are you gonna watch a horror movie that has three moments of effects, or do you want do you want it a lot? Like, do you want the do you want the family drama with the creature showing up, you know, very rarely, and you or do you want like one badass scene with with the creature well, in it that? It, okay, so this is also funny. This is not Desert Shadows. This is not. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about Desert Shadows. Yeah. I haven't even seen it. I'm yeah. I'm not talking about Desert Shadows. If I am going to watch a movie and the creature is bad, I'd rather not see it because it's scarier in my mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think your brain can make things a lot creepier than than this all the suspense and build up of oh this what is this creature? What is this monster? And then you see it and you're like, "Oh, that was it?" Ooh. Like it kind of takes you Ooh. out. I don't know. But yeah. I I don't know. I maybe uh. I'm no, uh, contradicting right. myself because I love practical, but I just think you need to take the time. I think people think, okay, wait, another thought. I think you can get away with campier or not as good effects if it's a horror comedy, because then you know what you're getting into. You know what you're watching. And I think there's a lot of leeway for some silliness. It kind of reminds me of Malignant a little bit. I loved Malignant. I loved that movie. The first you know, two acts. I was like, "Is this a joke? What it, is it this?" It was so confusing. I was like, "Are the, op- the opening, the opening sequence in the hospital was confusing." I'm like, "This is yes, this is a tone." The whole theater kept like giggling, and and you know, we were all strangers, but we were just like, "What?" Like looking at each other, and then that final act brought it home. Amazing! For you. Great, <laughs> I loved it. Was... it. Yes. Yeah, because you can get away with stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. You disagree. <laughs> uh, no, you, you can get away. Oh, if it's campy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's oh, more leeway. Sure. That, yes. Oh my word! Did they get away with stuff? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> she turns around and reveal the, the reveal. So good. They have little arms and legs coming off of it too. <laughs> Was that a thing? Am I remembering that's that a, right? Yeah, that's a but that's a great practical moment. Jeez, oh yeah, that was intense. I'm like, what is this? I'm scared. Amazing. <laughs> I was. Amazing. I'm always upset. Um, did you watch that new movie with the AI doll yet? Megan sure yeah. did. Opening night. I heard somebody. I watched a review of it, and the guy was talking <laughs> about how it's weird in movies when like a machine designed by humans. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do humans make them to be stronger than us? Like, shouldn't we? Well, but I think that's the scary thing about AI is that it just like it, learns, and you can't really stop it, right? Isn't that like the most terrifying the, thing about AI? But if you place the AI in a body of a cloth doll, that cloth doll will come and like try to attack you, but you can just like, you know, put it down. Like, yeah. But why? Why? But why put I it in something that, that can ha- overpower us when we should be able to... Right. They so- had in place, I believe, in this movie, they had certain stoppers in place 
But it just Megan became too okay, smart. She like broke through the firewalls yeah. and yes, opened because up new strength. But isn't that isn't that a real thing with AI? That it it that like that's the scary thing that people in AI, AI have left AI because they're like it's uncontrollable. We can't control it anymore. Yeah, it's like we don't know what it's doing, <clears throat> kind of thing. I don't know. I don't. I, 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 I kind of want to be ignorance is bliss on so that we'll one. See. I, I guess the know. guy was like, "Hey, real life people, take notes. Please don't put AIs and things that can overpower us. We should be able to fight back." Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Megan mm. wasn't better or worse than I thought. I was very pleased. <laughs> I do. A, I go into a lot of horror movies very excited. And then I think I overhype myself, and I'm like, oh, it was, it was fine. Yeah, because I, you know, it's it's kind of a Chucky esque story, mm-hmm. doll, yes, and rampage. It's I'm sure it's, it's a classic build. I heard, yeah, they take a lot of elements from it's you know bits and pieces. I heard there's some interesting stuff in the commentary on children and technology and that kind of stuff. I like that kind of thing. I'm yeah. like, great, that's what I'm going to the movie for. <laughs> it was entertaining. Um, to get back to the creature, to answer your initial oh, question. Yes. Oh, sorry, I I rant. <laughs> I would say, again, Tyler is a kind of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So I think the creature, I, I don't know. I always frame things in the space of, you know, for what we had and what this thing was. And, the thi- you know, this wasn't the plan from the beginning. And I thought it came up pretty well like great you know, the whole if yeah good it's a classic yeah it's a classic if you are going to do cgi similar to the, your kind of saying to show show as little as possible <laughs> to keep my imagination going he still played in that same vein where it's like all right it's in the dark and it's oh, good. poorly okay. lit and, yeah you know poorly lit on purpose uh, right yeah. 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 yeah yeah i'm excited no. <laughs> i can't wait to see it i want to see it <laughs> uh, hook it up tyler all right next <laughs> i was gonna ask you we're just talking um, i'd be just you seem like the kind of person that would be in the know about some obscure movie that's coming oh, out okay tell me it was recommended to me i just got into um bouldering i just joined a bouldering gym here in la like rock climbing rock climbing okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the dudes there was telling me about, you know, once you mentioned you're a filmmaker, I don't know, people are like, oh my gosh, uh, yeah. what have you worked on? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> have you heard of Desert Shadows? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you haven't yet? You'll hear about it soon. <laughs> um, uh, it's called One Cut of the Dead. Oh, no, I've never it's heard of it. It's supposedly a $15,000 budget horror movie that's like, like, hit sundance or is not i don't know if sundance has a horror i don't know it's at that it's at it's getting some good buzz okay. and when you mentioned the budget it's almost like a paranormal-esque movie where it's very like he didn't really tell me much about it but okay it's just, new I, then yeah it's okay. like it's like in the circuit currently or something and he's like you gotta you gotta watch it i'm like how do i watch it yeah how do a, you watch it i didn't make a note of oh. that i just have it in my list of what oh to watch. no okay i haven't so one cut of the dead everybody keep that i just am a fan of um people being creative with no money like, and horror is a great space to do that it is because you can hide the thing like you said okay to get back to you <laughs> <laughs> um you mentioned 
that horror watching is is your thing. Mm-hmm. It's all you watch. Basically. You should expand. <laughs> I should. <clears throat> when has this always been the case? And um, at what point did you did you consciously make the decision that you a wanted to be an actor, b these were the movies you wanted to act in, or how did how? Because I don't I don't know this. I don't. How does that how did that all okay. play out? If we if if you don't mind, I don't mind. I have always wanted to be an actor since I was a young child. All I've ever wanted to do. I've never wanted to do anything else. To answer that question. The horror question is interesting because I used to be terrified of horror. I hated it. I didn't even want to see commercials on TV of previews of new upcoming horror movies. I was in the circus for a brief period of time. And while I was in the circus, I learned about the classic freak show people, you know, um... I mean, I I didn't obviously meet them back in the when they were around in the 30s, but I learned all about them and just about that, all of it. And it was very interesting and fascinating. And um, I, that was the time when American Horror Story came out with Freak Show. And so I felt as if I should watch because I just learned about all these people. Um, I was in the circus and I just felt like, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I was so scared. I sat down. Here I am. I'm going to watch it. And I, after I was like, what? That wasn't even scary. I was so scared. Why was I so, like, so afraid to watch this? This wasn't scary at all. And I said, well, if this isn't scary, I wonder what else I've been missing out on that I thought was scary that isn't scary. And then I just went down a deep rabbit hole. And I have not come up for air since. And... I'm unfamiliar with uh, that specific. How, I guess, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to like date you here or anything. But how old were you when you decided to experiment with horror? Like, when did you build up that courage to uh, make that make that watch? That came out, I think, around 2012. So I don't know how old I was in 2012. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just curious because I know I was thinking about myself. I st- I didn't like horror. I still don't like horror. Oh, but Eddie. I do like the. I call it. I like a good horror, but it's not even. There, but there's so much good horror. Right, hold up, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. Okay. Uh huh. Please. <laughs> well, no, I just think that there is. I think there is. So much to enjoy and appreciate about horror. What, what do you What do you get out of it? What's what What moments are you waiting to like when you click in a new one? Yeah. What are you hoping to see, and what gets you most excited? Gore. I'm a big gore freak. Okay. Well, that's not me. <laughs> I love the gore. I love, and here's why. I just think it's fun in horror movies when it's you know whatever. But I also think again, I think practical practical effects is an art form. I think it's truly an art form to be able to pull off things that look so realistic that make people stomach turn. That it's an art form to be able to. I, I don't. You probably didn't see Terrifier two. No. Okay. But that one's that's a recent one that's that a was recent just one. in theaters. Yeah. yeah did, so I thought did maybe very well for yeah, Indy. It did, I, I yes. saw it on the charts, but I didn't. Yeah. I knew better. Yes. <laughs> it, for me, for myself. It 
well, I thought I said that one because I thought maybe there would be a chance that you would have seen it. But I just think it's incredible. And I like to watch just as as a viewer. But then I like to watch with the love of just practical effects. I'm like, oh, I wonder how they did that. How long did that take to pull off? How long did that make to build? You know, what? it's just fascinating to me. And so I love the gory stuff because it just looks so realistic. And I'm okay. I, it's just fascinating. So you're okay. Did you watch? I'm just trying to – I want to get – on the same page okay. here with you. Did you watch? I must. You have to. Uh, Barbarian. I loved Barbarian. Okay, I liked it too. That movie was so much fun. I liked it a lot. God, that, that movie was that's good. That's my style of horror. Okay, and that's it, great. And it feels like the fun. It feels like the fun horror. Yeah. And there was very few moments of gore, mm-hmm. which I appreciated. I'm okay. like, this isn't. That's not really. That's not why I come here to watch mm-hmm. it. Like I enjoy some of the anticipation, and that movie specifically had some nice story structure to it that i appreciated with yeah. like the the cool act structure mm-hmm. of like once they introduced the once they, they just like, long so, yeah, like yeah they just changed the movie altogether i'm like i was reading an article about uh, from the director he had he was doing an interview i don't remember what the interview was but he said it took him i don't know years and years and years and years and years to make this movie because Every time he brought it to someone, they would go back and be like, you can't introduce a character 45 minutes in. No, that doesn't work. We're not interested. And everyone just kept telling him, no, you can't make a movie like this. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. You can't introduce a new character this late in the game. And then until until finally someone was like, yeah, okay, we'll make it. We think that's great. How unique. And I loved it. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I would have to explain the movie. But, um. That one was that one was lovely. Yeah. You have your you have your weird creature, mm-hmm. your cave dweller creature. Yes. Reminded me a lot of the freak in Castle Freak, to be honest. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, that movie is just very fun. I love. This is why I love horror so much because you can have super fun movies like Malignant, like Barbarian, and then you can have movies that are just very. I don't even know what the right what the correct word is that just leave you kind of it lingers like like midsummer it just like lingers or really disturbing movies like a serbian film or something you know what i mean i I, there's just so much to do with horror you can do anything with horror all the subgenres christmas horror paranormal horror i just there's just so much christmas horror that's my favorite (laughs) subgenre is christmas horror yes i love it (laughs) great yeah. <laughs> okay. So you like the gore, and that's yeah. I don't like the gore. Like, uh, I guess I was thinking in Barbarian, the one uh, there was like there wasn't much gore, but they had the classic um, when the mother creature was saving her child. She took Justin Long's head and did like the eye push, did the push oh, yeah. into the eyes, and then like ripped his head in half or something like that. Yeah. But I was, see, that's... I was like, I was like, okay, that's yeah, that's. That's the gore, right? The thing about gore is that the more you watch it, just the more desensitized you are to it. You know, like I've seen that happen so many times. Yeah, it's, it's a... just like, wow, that how interesting. I don't know, <laughs> not interesting, but, right, but... how fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how fun! I'm not a sociopath. I'm not a sociopath. Um, okay, so all right, so. All I was going to say was I remember as a child 
Nickelodeon had the Are You Afraid of the Dark show. I was terrified of that. Yeah. And I remember my younger brother, three years younger, because they had the, had the <laughs> it was like an after school show or whatever. You had to like, it was for the kids that were out of school. So all the childhood programming played until a certain point and then kids are out. So they upped the, upped it a little bit and they had the little Y7 rating on it. And I would tease my brother. I'm like, you're not old enough to watch this. And I was like eight and he was five or whatever. He's, but then just the, the empty swings playing in the opening of it, I'd be too scared to watch That's it too. That show was pretty scary as a young child. <laughs> that opening. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. So. Yeah. Either way, I've got, if I were to do horror, it'd be in the vein of like the barbarian with the. That was that's mm-hmm. that's nice horror. That movie just touched on so many different topics, though. I what what, are, what other takeaways do you have from that? Oh, just about how men can get away with basically anything, right? So, like they're the opening, the opening forty-five minutes. The opening, no, all of it. Okay. So even as far as, <clears throat> okay, yeah. So you know, this girl comes and and. Oh, some guy already has their B and B that she booked. If that was like. If a guy, if that was reversed, a guy probably wouldn't have as much, like, cautiousness to come into the house. You know what I mean? Whereas this woman was like, oh, God, okay, do I come into this strange place I've never been with this man who I don't know? Yeah, and they touch on that in the movie, They do. Even when she's going down those, you know, into the basement area and she's very trepidatious or whatever but then justin long goes down there and he's like i gotta measure all this stuff this and that blah 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 blah. no big deal i'm not scared i remember whatever blah blah blah. just you know no throw i mean and his character is whatever it's a character um uh, the 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 i mean that that was that was so lovely that was a lovely contrast yeah whether it is the that yeah for multiple reasons, I know utilizing the same set with different tones is fun mm-hmm. too. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the dad in the basement. Yeah, for sure. What he got away with for all those years, mm-hmm. like that. There's just you know, it, it touches on incest, <laughs> the effects yep. mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. and then also Justin Motherhood. Long's character with uh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. those, yeah. You know, for a minute there, I thought. And this was perfect casting because per- he was, I love, first of all, I just love Justin Long horror movies. I, he's been in so many amazing horror oh, movies. Oh, yes, I, yes, I yes. So many. They're all great. But you just like love him so much that you don't think, I don't want to spoil, but you just think like, oh, what a what a good, I, oh, Justin Long. So when that happened, his whole ordeal I don't want to give anything away. I don't know. Spoil, I don't know. Whatever, okay. it's fine. His whole like, oh, I, you know, I, I, whatever he did to this woman, sexually assaulted this woman or whatever. I thought, oh, he didn't do it. No, he did not. She, no. And then he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you kind of, you find that out through his conversation with his, with his friend. His dude yeah. At the, at the bar. He's like, bro, just be real with me. What really went down? He's like, well, I mean, but did she say yes or did she? Well, she didn't. You know, uh, Eventually, or something. I you know, convinced a pers- a her. Yeah. Dude, and you know she right. was really into it, but all that kind of. Don't do that, anyone. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you see it multiple times? 
I didn't. I saw it once. I was in Denver visiting my sister and my brother-in-law, and I wanted to see it in theaters. And so my sister and brother-in-law had a kid about 15 months ago. Um, so it's just hard for them to get out. We all can't go see it. And so my sister isn't a huge horror movie person. And my brother-in-law was like, I'll go. I'll go with you. Sure, why not? And he went into it very blind. Had no idea what the movie was even about. Um, and so I only was able to really see yeah, it once yeah, just because fine. I was with family. It was yeah. really good the second time, too. Knowing, knowing. Yeah, I was like, oh, seeing Justin's character, knowing the thing and stuff. I was like, oh, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. Mm -hmm. It was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> such a good movie okay now so your acting journey yes <laughs> so you you started you're starting to watch this stuff and you're like oh my gosh i found a new world and you're still diving down and living mm -hmm. living in that space what how did the so you said the dream was always to act mm -hmm. when did you how did how did you go about you know, because I mean, thinking about uh, actors getting their start and getting on any movie at all and trying to have any sort of control on where you end up seems like trying to get cast at all is a difficult process. And then trying to get cast and even trying to narrow it down to a genre. Mm -hmm. Like how how did you go about or how did it how how did it work? And or even how do you. Yeah, all, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yes, still to this day, uh, people, I have friends or family who are just like, you know, why, why don't you just do a romantic comedy or something? And I'm like, I would, if I was offered the role, I'm, I, I, I'm not turning anything down. I'm not saying no, only horror, right? Because I'm not at that level where I can really pick and choose sure, what sure. I want to do. Yeah. So I've just been very fortunate that I keep getting horror roles. So it started, I don't know, maybe, I think I think Fear Farm with, was maybe my first like horror movie. What about like shorts and stuff? Okay, yeah. Uh -huh. Shorts, I made a, me and um, uh, a dear friend, Cameron, made a horror short, Hold Your Breath, um, in 2017. I think um and just won some awards did okay did well we made a second one that's not out yet um and another like horror short uh but I haven't I, I I did one short when I first 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 started out and I had no reel and I was like shoot I need a reel I need something I um uh submitted to a student film here okay I'm just gonna do a side little thing for anyone who wants to get started in acting, maybe you can, maybe you have a different opinion or oh, approach. Please, please. But I, people are always ask, oh, how did you do it? How did you do it? How can you, I want to do it, blah, blah, blah. I think student films are great because they have all the equipment, the newest, latest, greatest equipment that they're learning on. So even if the story itself is not good, which some student films aren't that great, but that's okay, you know, whatever. You can still take your scenes from that from that short and put it onto your demo reel, and you have a professional-looking reel. People, I think, always rag on student films. I'm like, no, if you are just starting out and you need a reel, like, do those. Do, do them. Do as many of those as you can. Anyway, so I had only done one short, and that was it, called New World. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved it. I loved New World. I think it was and, great. And it was horror? 
No, it was okay. kind of sci-fi. It was about um, these people who could go into a video game. And so this one woman who I, it was me got into a terrible accident and I couldn't walk anymore. And so I went into this game to kind of escape that because I could still walk and run or whatever. And I met this guy who worked in the game. He was just a worker and he was going through things in his life and we would just meet in the game and like connect and like talk about our, our struggles and our life and, and all of that. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sidetracked, but that's, I, I don't know. I feel like that's a great way to get a reel if you don't have one. Yeah. That's a good start. Yeah. Know? Um, so bring me back. Sorry. Okay. So we're, we're trying to find our way to y- you going from that to yeah making yes. your way to the horror space yeah the horror genre so i just brid- happened bridging that yes luck just luck i had you know auditioned for or submitted to so many things so many things horror not horror just honestly i just wanted to work right i didn't mm-hmm. care what it was i wanted to work i was cast um in fear farm which was one of the best experiences of my entire life on a set in life in general. I just, that movie is so near and dear to me. Um, And I was able to get some footage early, which then I could send out, you know, to whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, gosh, I don't, I think the, maybe the next horror I did was Desert Shadows. Maybe. Really? Maybe there is one. I they all. I don't know. They blend. Sure, sure. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But then I was cast in the reimagining of Castle Freak, and from Castle Freak, um, I met a lot of great, amazing people. Um, so many, so many lovely people. I got to work with Fangoria, which is you know one of the biggest horror magazines in the whole wide world since the seventies. Um, I met Barbara Crampton, who is an icon in just her own right and her own self. Um, and from there, met different producers. The, some of the producers on Castle Freak are the producers of Joe Bob Briggs at the Drive-In, a show on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they asked me to be in some of their movies, just word of mouth, and which was horror, and then horror, and horror, and horror, and horror. And so I've just been very lucky to kind of get into that little side of horror. Sounds wonderful. It is wonderful. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I got to assume I don't this isn't I guess it works with comedy too. I, mean, I know it's kind of is that the answer I feel is obviously yes. But the question is experience in horror that gives confidence in people bringing you on knowing that it's like all right You've been a part of horror, so work in my horror now, and it's like it makes the it makes that casting easier. Cause Maybe it's funny because I don't have a horror reel because anyone can scream and run. Like there's no, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of dialogue, I guess, that really showcases the moments of horror. Do you know? Does that make sense? Like. If I cut together all of my horror movies, it would mainly be me crying, screaming, dying, not like acting, having a serious conversation, whatever. Right, right. And so a lot of people don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to watch you scream for, It'd you know, be a minute. Some sort of like low angle shot of like 
blood splurting into your face no. as, you're, <laughs> as you're doing something. Not with mine, but yes, probably a lot. Um, so I think I always try to, and this seems so obvious and it seems very simple, but it's surprising how many people don't do this. I show up on time. I'm completely off book and I don't complain. <laughs> that's, and I, that's helpful. Yes. That's helpful. And so I think that is helpful when, oh, we're looking to cast someone. Oh, Emily, she's a great actor, but she's also very easy to work with. Yeah, but there's also the, I know, let's say when I'm putting my own, pe- I don't know. There's the, let's just say like we're trying to make a Hallmark Christmas movie, mm-hmm. right? And there's more confidence in Hallmark buying the movie. I feel like, oh, this other actor that's in another Hallmark Christmas movie is in it. So now, so now, yeah, now that fits the brand and we know that it's going to have the same vibes because the same face is in there. Mm -hmm. Even though a Hallmark Christmas movie doesn't take anything specific either. You're like, oh, you just. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So being that even that your face is associated with the genre is helpful to be like, all right, yeah, she's, even if the contents of it, that's, I guess that's my producery thought on it. Sure. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I (laughs) I guess like comedy. Yeah. I was thinking comedy is probably, yeah. If you're funny. Yeah. Sure. Let's bring you into another comedy, which makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, Sure. Yeah. And again, I'm, I, I'm happy to people are like, don't, don't pigeonhole yourself into horror because then you you won't be cast in anything else. But you love horror. But I love horror. But I also would like to do a romantic comedy one. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, I did actually do a, this isn't out yet. I think it comes out this year. I did this, maybe you could call it slapstick comedy with Paula Abdul and, and Eddie Griffin, where I played the villain. And that was it was super fun, but the hardest thing I've probably ever had to do because I haven't done a comedy before and I didn't want to show up and have them be like, what is she doing? That's not funny. Like, why is she doing that? Do you know what I mean? I was, it was so out of my wheelhouse. Very. Slapstick is very specific too. Yes. That sounds difficult. Yeah. But it was super fun. We'll see. I haven't, again, haven't seen it. It isn't out yet. I think it comes out this year. Nice. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I was going somewhere with that, and I lost my train of thought. Um, I don't know. Move on. I don't Moving know. Moving on. <laughs> what? All right. Um. Okay. You kind of answered this question. Well, we won't do that. Um. Let's talk a little little process, if we may. Ah, this isn't. This is going to be a general question, but I I um. I guess maybe I'm thinking about it because, you know, I just got done uh, pre-Christmas on a feature. I think I brought up a little bit, but what? Do you, what's your, let's talk about rehearsals okay, or prep. Sure. Um, I well, want to know what you do as a director sure. for yourself to prep and then what you do with your actors to prep. Okay. You first. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. What, let's just say, let's just say I'm directing a movie Mm -hmm. and I cast you and it's like, all right, well, 
we let's just say there's budget for some sort of in-person or i guess is the ideal situation like do you do you i don't know if you have a theater background or like if you Mm -hmm. like if you enjoy like do you want to work through stuff with with the cast and all the group or do you prefer do you have your own solo process that that actually gets you more comfortable or how do you how do you go about it so i am i'm willing to do whatever the director or scene partners want to do i'm very open to to all of that um i did a movie last year in serbia on film and so the takes were limited and so the director of that really wanted me and and the other lead the male lead who played my my you know significant other my boyfriend to to go through these scenes we had so many rehearsals for them so when we were there we knew what we wanted this and that um which was helpful for sure some things still changed which they always do and i think this this is not a good thing and i need to work on this i can't until someone I am there and someone says action it doesn't like fall into place 100% for me I can rehearse it a hundred times but it's still there is some kind of wall that I have that I can't break down until I am there on the day and someone says that you know the action and then so it's hard yeah your wall is kind of up until 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 it's go time yeah You're like, all right this is now it's real Yes. But so, you kind of, I don't know, is it like you kind of, so you don't I know if you're I'm, saving it, but, or. I, I'm not, I, maybe I'm saving it. I think subconsciously, I think there's, there's a complex of, oh God, they're going to, they're going to regret not, they're going to casting me. Oh God, I don't know. I need to not give it, I just need to save it all because if I give it my all and they think I'm terrible, then oh God, what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah, there's nothing else left. So that, right. that, was, that was my best. Which I'm, isn't good. Like that's, that's not a good, I'm not proud of that. That's not a good way to go sure. about things. Um, but it's understandable. Yeah. If, if you if you think that might be a part of it or. I think, I don't really know. <laughs> Still trying to. <laughs> but I also haven't been on sets a lot where we rehearse a lot. A lot of it is. Okay, on the day, let's here's you know you're gonna go there, then we're gonna go there. Here's all, all the stuff, you know. We'll we'll do a a uh, oh my gosh, my brain. Walking. No, no. When uh when the camera is also doing it, but you're camera rehearsal. Thank you. My God. Wow, my brain. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Um, and. Still again, so on Fear Farm, Dante Yor was the uh, the director of that, writer of that, and he knew after, I don't know, three takes to have me go last because it took me three, t- all the other angles of everyone else first until I finally like got it. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because knowing it's, again, you can rehearse how you want to on your own, but when you are with other people, they could re- do it completely different than how you wanted to do it and so yeah. then you're like oh well then i'm gonna react this way and so he was like oh i okay i see what you're doing you need to go last because you're gonna work out all your kinks and then you're gonna be good to go i've had some directors want me to write a backstory of the character and this and that which happy to do but i never use it like it doesn't help me at all to think about my backstory 
while I'm <laughs> then acting in the scene. But I'm happy to do it. I'm happy it's, to do whatever someone sure. wants me to do. Okay. Uh, sure, why not? Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's almost more, it's it's for the director. It's like I want confidence in my actor. Because you turn that back into them, right? Mm-hmm. Or or they don't look at it. It's no, just they, like, uh, they, this okay, one like, wanted right, to see like, it. It's like, okay, Emily, write the backstory. This is a test. Let me see what you got. And then it's like, here's what actually is the backstory. <laughs> We're way off. Yeah, way off. And I want to. I want to make sure you. I see this in your eyes <laughs> when you perform this next scene. Yeah, <laughs> I like a director to. I think it's more in this. I'm not proud of this either, but I've had directors who don't say anything. Cut. Yeah, okay, we'll do it again. Because I was not good. Because you want something different. Because you want... Then I get in my head, right? I like a director who is very communicative. Hey, that was great. Love that. We're going to try it this way because of whatever reason. You know, I you can... I just like directness. I like to be told... Directness from the director. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, who would have you know, thunk? Right. And I have some people explain, oh, well, I don't say anything because it was great. And I don't need to correct anything. I just We just needed it again. Like, oh, but, but I, I want to know that because actors are well, very... Well, that doesn't make any sense either. It's like, it was great, but we needed to do it again. That doesn't make any sense. Well, just a different camera or, or something on their end, you know, uh, out of focus. Can't, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. like, then tell me that so I know. <laughs> yeah. But, that's, but it's also my job as an actor to be confident in what I'm bringing to the table. So I understand why they don't as well. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. <laughs> But I also, I don't know, it's, I don't, it should be, there should, it should be a, in the directing 101 course that directors take before, you know, it's like when you, when you sign on to direct a movie, there's like a little slideshow you have to watch, kind of oh, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> there should be a thing, it's like, when you say cut, this is the order of operations before talking to your DP, acknowledge the actors, make sure, blah, 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 like there should be a, uh, I feel like there's a, preferred order that uh, is helpful for everybody because you know everybody wants the attention after you say cut and it's about who needs it first and it's, it's well i don't guy. need it first yes you do no i just need to <laughs> no, know no i'm saying I, I that's that's my take on i think okay. that's the safest way to go is okay. say cut <clears throat> confirm with the cast is okay. like okay this is and then, then everybody else can kind of wait. It's like, I, I want to come in, talk to you guys. Uh-huh. Loved it. Beautiful. Okay. Maybe, maybe, you know, step in him a little bit more and save that link. Give a little longer beat after you say this before you do this and little tweaks like that. And, yeah. And more emotion. And then, <laughs> and then you walk away and uh, tell the check in with DP and they're like, all right. Yeah. Or, you know, they have the little, I don't know, every director has their own process, but that's, it's like. Yes, that's the thing. I think I've learned now. So for a process, I try not to get too one way because every director is so different. How they direct is so different. What they want from you is so different. And so I try to come in, you know, obviously I audition. They like the audition. So I have some sense of how they want me to do things. We have a couple of conversations. That's great. If they want to do a kind of rehearsal or if I can ask whatever, great. But I just try to be very open and very flexible and have a couple of different ideas, ways, this, that, and then go from there because everyone is just so different. Yeah. I guess 
I hear more often from actors that I, I rarely hear from actors. I really appreciate when the director says nothing to me and moves on. <laughs> like that's not really. It's, no. it's, it's usually just say something, just say anything, just please. That I agree say with. Something. something. Even if it's like, I don't think we got it, but we gotta move on for time. So. I don't know. Whatever. Explain the situation. I don't think that's mm-hmm. very helpful. I don't know. That's probably maybe not a thing I to mean, say. You lied, you lied to your actor at that point. Yeah. Uh, but don't be. Maybe don't be too. You're so touchy. <laughs> You're so moody. <laughs> so, <laughs> actors, oh. am I right? How do you? What do you do when you cast people? Do you have lots of rehearsals? You just go. No, we liked your audition. You know, you get it. More of that. So whenever I direct, it's I've never quite. I feel like the most prep that I've really had is is even just reading through scenes with actors. It's not like a full and it was over like Zoom and stuff. Mm. I've never had a proper rehearsal schedule for a thing. But even just getting on a scene, getting on and talking about stuff, I, I enjoy the pre-production conversations. But I don't know, the reason why I like to ask, too, is because I have, uh, I've been trying to correct this, but there's a little bit of um, taking, not, like, not like taking, a little bit of taking for granted that an actor is going to show up prepared mm. and not... And not even thinking about the process they have to go through. It's like, oh, I know Emily's going to show up and ready to go and we're going to get to work. But it would be, it is good to keep in mind that that took work and what I can do to help with that process. And I usually think it's a conversation, just talking through vision and throwing tidbits in early. So that way when you go into your own prep, you have my thoughts in mind with your thoughts and it kind of helps gel like that. And then on the day... Yeah, there's a lot of trust in in the actors. It's build the build a little foundation for this. Like you were saying, it's like all right, start start here. Okay, this is kind of I imagine this, but I also am think I I also would like to add some more dynamicness. Jeez, Louise. I want I want more motion in this scene. Uh-huh. So let's let's like I don't I hate my my DP pushed me early. That we've been working together for a while now, but he's always like. Like let's uh, whenever possible if you can have the actors moving around versus just all right land on this mark and go through the two pages of dialogue and that's the scene like it'd be nice to find excuses for the motion so yeah. it's like all right i imagine that you're here and here and maybe go to th- maybe maybe go here maybe go here try this what 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 do you feel let's build this together kind of stuff does that answer any question i don't yeah. know i feel like it's yeah I just have never worked with you in that aspect before, and so I'm just curious about how you, how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I try to, I try to have be in that balance of um, suggestion, but also uh, that's that. What's that weird balance? So I, I want to have that collaboration. Like I hate, I hate when as a script supervisor, as a first AD, watching other directors do the thing where it's like, 
where where they come up with a shot with I don't know it's tough. It's like oh we want we want this specific look, and we're gonna frame it like this. And you're gonna stand here and you're gonna stand here and just do that and do the scene and there's no conversation on. Like I can it, it even be voice like it doesn't make sense. Why am I just standing? This I feel like I should be doing this. I'm like no just. Just how about you just do the thing? <laughs> or like choosing the blocking based off of a shot. Like I'm normally of the, there's the classic, it's the block block light shoot model where you block the scene, you decide how you're going to shoot it based off the decisions that are made with the cast, not the other way around where you design the shot, yeah. block within the shot you've chosen. Like it's kind of backwards. Yeah. There's that. I don't know. That's me. See, I don't know much about that. I'm just like, yeah, okay, just, just don't tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, you want me to go, all right. <laughs> oh, I got it. I can do that. <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah. I As collaborative as possible, please. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Um, let's talk a little bit. I don't know. Maybe this will segue us out of, okay. I was gonna kind of talk about huh? <laughs> uh, horror. Yes. Just for this is this just feels like almost a nothing topic, but I kind of want your opinion on it anyway. Okay. When you go to see a horror movie in theaters, it's accompanied <laughs> by a lot of trailers for horror movies. Yes. How do you feel about horror trailers? Like when you. Are I feel like horror trailers have a specific structure to them, and these I just hate how loud they get. As I guess it's like, and it's it's not even it's okay. I just seen a bunch of horror trailers back to back is one of the things that keeps me from going to see horror movies. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna show up late because I don't want to see all these horror trailers because oh, the trailers are so, my favorite. They're part. so loud in the theater. All right, but yeah, I don't. Know, do you have any opinions on horror trailers? Do, do I think sometimes they're cut extraordinarily well, and other times, not not great. And we'll show every jump scare, every scare, and then that is it, and there is nothing left in the horror movie that you don't already know. You have an example of a good one off the top of your head. Did you like Smile? I loved Smile. I liked Smile a lot. Then I thought it kind of went what. And then the ending really saved me. What it from about the, the trailer? I loved the trailer. What about the the head? Yeah, that's great because that was only one out of. I wasn't expecting that, right? That's the thing. A lot of it looked wonky to me. But well, either way, uh huh. I think what I think it was very jarring. I just wasn't expecting that, right? Yeah. You can always <laughs> kind of expect something in a horror movie trailer or just a movie. It's like okay, we're trained to know that something's gonna happen here, but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I don't, I don't. Oh gosh, I don't know off the top of my head like a really, really good one. But one, okay, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's this is billed as a horror, but it's not really a horror. Mm-hmm. It's called Come to Daddy. Aunt Timpson did it. Elijah Woods in it. Um, mm. A bunch of other people are in it. It is phenomenal. The trail. I can't say anything because it's so good. I don't want to give anything away. The trailer. I was like, "What? Okay, I'm in." And then the movie was. It. 
this. It sets you up to think something. That's great. Old bait and switch. So, okay. So the trailer actually assisted in the... Um, the uh, just, just the shock of the movie. And the trailer helped set that up or it didn't? The trailer was very misleading in That's a good great. way. That's great. Yeah, in a good way. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's That's just preferable. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Probably. I, well, it's, it's, it's risky. It's kind of risky. The but same with Barbarian, cool. though. Yeah. I'm like pull the rug away from the camera there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, Barbarian's trailer led you to believe something that it wasn't. I that those are good trailers. Yeah, you can't even catch Justin Long in the trailer. It's like blinking, you miss him. Like, okay, so here's a question. <laughs> sure. Okay, what are your thoughts on this about the whole Ana de Armas suing thing because she was in a movie in the trailer but then in the movie she was like not in it they cut her out but they still put her in the trailer and so these big Ana de Armas Armas fans sued the company because they're like we want to go see this movie because of her and she wasn't even in it so how misleading do you think a trailer can be before it's like that sounds right to me I know I know there was I heard some industry folk talking about some almost a similar situation with um Oh my word! Oh, I couldn't uh, remember euph- camera rehearsal, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> eu- euphoria actress, huge Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. <laughs> For Dune, Actually, she, I didn't see Dune. She's a huge part of the campaign, and she's only in the movie for like seven minutes. So it's like a two-hour, two and a half-hour, three-hour movie, and she's like heavily featured in the thing. But she's just like visions throughout the whole movie and then you just see her at the end for like five minutes so oh, it's wow. like oh you you so it's almost on that line of yeah i went to go i came to see zendaya but yeah no that's yeah that's a little <clears throat> so how how misleading can you be because barbarian very misleading but in a good way so you so do you think that if it's well they still they said it the first they still the first act was set up in the trailer. They they just didn't go past that really. That's true. So I think that one's fine. Okay. Because they set up the whole her arriving to the Airbnb. Yeah. In that situation, you kind of just think that's the movie. Mm-hmm. But then there's more. But it's funny because some great. people might think, oh, I don't care about a movie about a guy and a girl in an Airbnb. Okay, and the guy is gonna take advantage of. Oh, ah. Uh. And you probably lose a lot of people because they think it's going to be one thing and then it's something else. So how do you... There is another statistic. I don't know if you're familiar. Tell me. It's, I don't know about... It's not misleading, but it's... Uh, or I don't know if it's... A, yeah, the more you show in a trailer, the more money the movie makes. Really? The more you show. So people complain about don't spoil my, like, let's just say Marvel, for instance. You know, I know you're a big fan. So <laughs> huge. <laughs> when, when those are highly anticipated movies and people are picking apart every everything that shows up in the trailer. And then people get upset when you show too much. And then the fan base is like, oh, I didn't want to. Oh, it would have been great if I didn't know. That you know, that all the three Spider Men weren't in this movie. Like I didn't want. To, why did you? Why did you show? And luckily they didn't. They didn't either way. It's like don't, don't spoil the good stuff. But then if you do spoil the good stuff, 
more people actually turn out to the movie. Why do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> people want to know what they're... That's it's sh- like... It's, people don't know what they want. It's, I guess. You know. It's like when a little kid snoops on Christmas morning or snoops for the presents because they want to know what they get, but then on Christmas morning, they're like, oh, I already know. Because I know... Not like that at that's all. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That's... <laughs> pirating a movie, I think that's what that's called. Um, something like that. Well, because let's just say for me, I directed a movie. Uh, it's currently submitted to some festivals and stuff. Yeah, we'll see. That's Thank exciting. That's very cool. It's very cool. And I had somebody cut a trailer for it. I haven't put the trailer out yet, but, um, you know, some... It's always hard getting feedback on edits. It's just the worst. I hate it. Uh, but especially everyone when, has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. So you just gotta take oh. the same opinions. It's and about throw out it's the about other my ones. opinion. Okay, it is the direct- it truly. <laughs> yes, um, but you know these these are people that are a part of the team that help make it. And they're also really invested in it, mm-hmm. and they'll say mm-hmm. like, "I'm I'm bad at pitching the movie too, but it's." Um, Similar to like your your critique on like who wants to watch a movie about a couple or like two two people in an Airbnb, it's much more interesting. It's much more interesting of a movie than what you're pitching it out to be. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people might not show up because they think, oh, right, oh, that's something I can watch on streaming or you know it's not. Yeah. So like I directed a movie where uh, a couple goes to a small town. <clears throat> for like an ultimatum style weekend. It's like, are we going to be together at the end of this or are we moving in with each other and elevating the relationship? Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I kind of lean into, I kind of pitch it that way to people. And it's like, well, the town was also kind of weird. And there's like some, some weird like time stuff that goes on where it's like, you know, it's it, cool. Like the whole, like living in the moment theme of, if they're, if they're not living in the moment, sometimes they like sk- moments, skip it's cool like if you get stuck yeah okay the past the future you're <clears> just like <throat> literally missing out on the current moment there's like little thing little things like that and it does get weird with like a little 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 some little culty vibes where they get one of the characters gets swept up into this whole narrative of trying to get pulled into this cult and then the guy has this whole forest thing where he faces off with like a this this woman demon creature in the forest but like, so it gets. Wow, that's a lot more than a couple goes for an ultimatum weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want that stuff to come as like, yes. oh, I didn't, I didn't know this is where I was headed, and I didn't know that this whole forest sequence was going to go that direction. Yeah, and whatnot. So it's so like when you cut the trailer it leans into the couple yeah and it kind of has showcases some vibe and some tone mm-hmm. and you're like something's off here and you're a little unsettled but you don't see anything and we don't show the creature in the woods and we don't show the fire and the the culty hang and it's like well so they're like hey can we can you put that shot of the creature maybe just like a little flash of the thing and the like a little obscure image of it and I'm like well that's kind of like that's a nice can we just no no yeah. but I don't know that's tough so that stuff not, is tough yeah it's tough 
that's different than misleading, but it's also <clears throat> like underleading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just <laughs> show up and I act. <laughs> well, I don't ha- know. Well, rumor has it. <laughs> you've also produced some stuff too, though. So, or. Yeah, I mean yes, um sure. So, but yeah, some just that's not undersell. But yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying is, you're like I don't. It's it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Any good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good luck. to know all areas of what goes into making a movie. But my favorite is acting. <laughs> well, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, okay. Well, I'm trying to think of what else. I'm very curious. You know, because it's a new year. Yes. 2023. <clears throat> I'll start with a general question. How are you feeling about... Uh, how, how how do you transition into a new year? Are you big on the... Um, are you big on the taking stock of, like... I know I've had friends that, like... They're like, oh, 2022 is kind of like a nothing burger for me. I wish more got done and this didn't really happen and... And it's like, okay, cool. Like, it's a little, it's hard to not summarize, like, what happened in that year. But do you do, you do any of that in movement? Or you, how do you blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah? <laughs> I uh, start off every year, professionally or personally or both? Both. Okay. Yeah. So I start off every year professionally with newfound hope. And dedication and encouragement. Uh, have meetings with my agent and my manager and nice. kind of set up a plan for the year and what I want to accomplish, what we want to accomplish, what their goals are, my goals are, whatever. Okay, fine. Uh, and then I have professional goals outside of acting that I like want to, you know, that I just set up goals, I think, for professional, personal, and then in between that kind of overlap. Um, and I try to hang on to that huh. excitement. Keyword, keyword try. <laughs> Are you implying Before. that it's, it's difficult to hold on for the whole year? It, it gets, um, everyone in the industry knows this. I think especially probably actors post COVID, it has just sucked. There is no work, not a lot. There's work, but maybe work that some people don't want to be a part of, maybe work some people do want to be a part of, just depending on what you're into, what you want to do. You know, I'm not knocking any of it. Um, but I, I, to be very frank, I had, I was very discouraged this year. And so. This year, or are you talking about last year? 2023, sorry, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, sorry. Uh, 2022. <laughs> My God. <laughs> what year is it? 2022. <laughs> It was a little discouraging, um, and you know it's it's hard in the industry. There, it's so volatile. It's so up and down. And every we all know this. Everyone knows this. And this past year, it just felt a little harder to hang in when the lows were very low. Um, so I'm I. Again, New Year, I always try to come with like with a new hope. Yeah, the bootstraps come up. Yep. Tight, tighten those. This year's the year. <laughs> I've been saying that for like <laughs> eight years. <laughs> oh, my 
<laughs> no, and I shouldn't say that. I've had a lot of wonderful successes, you know, in throughout uh, even last year i did um last year i i, I did a few things it was great vhs 99 i i finished um savage midlife the movie with paul abdul and eddie griffin i did the movie in serbia that you know eight eyes that comes out this year so i i don't want to i'm not knocking anything um great things have happened but it's it's it feels very few and far between yeah, i was gonna say that same term i was just going through my brain yes. few and far because yeah it, yeah, when you sum it up, you're like, oh, I did do stuff, but those are stretches of, I don't know, weeks worth of time at versus a year's long. And, yeah, yeah, I just, I, I mean, you know, they're segments, right? It's an anthology. I don't know if you've ever, probably not VHS because you don't like horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> for for I've probably crossed my screen at a point and sure. promptly looked away. Sure. So you know all the VHS are just segments on a VHS tape. They're anthologies, and so I didn't work for a month. I worked for three days or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Two days, that something like that. You know, in so so thankful. I loved it. I I loved the VHS franchise. I was beyond 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 to be a part of it. Uh, but yeah, it's just like few and far between. It just feels like. Especially when you want to be working so desperately. Like, you want to work, and you as in a general sense, like, I feel like we all just are so hungry to work. We want to work. Just please give us work. And you try, and you audition, and you try, and you try, and, try, and it's just like, last year I felt it, I think, for really the first time of just like, okay. wow, this is... This is a grind, and I'm dying. This is hard. I mean, of course it's hard. It's always hard, but it, it just felt... Like, I had more weights weighing me down than in the past years. So, so, but, you know, you can't, I really try to to make an effort to not bring that into a new year. It's a new year. New things, new projects are always happening. Who knows who I will meet? Who knows what connections will be made? Who knows what someone will see? Yeah, a movie I did, you know, three years ago. Maybe yeah. someone will watch Desert Shadows. Desert Shadows. This year and be like, you know what? I want to cast her. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, you know, try just to stay as positive as I can. That's the only way to do it is yeah. just hang on to the tenacity and and the positivity and move forward. It sounds cheesy, but no, that's, that's like the only way to do it. Sounds great. <laughs> I know. What did I see? I saw oh, it was like an Instagram, one of those. Um, Reels? Yeah, you have those stories? squares and then it has a quote on it. It's like the seven the tips of whatever. Oh, 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 oh okay. Know. Oh, sure. I, I forgot who it was targeting, but I one of the slides was don't tell yourself this is the year. <laughs> one of the things. On I am it. not telling myself that anymore. Because <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, cool. I think it was probably designed toward actors or something. Yeah, that was towards actors. It was like a reminder to actors. And one of the slides was also, that was an interesting, I was like, this is, I don't know what the take, I kind of, the thing was like reminder, the, um, oh my gosh, the Ukraine president, um, I don't know his name, but he's Ukrainian president, is an, was, has, is an actor, and it has an acting background. And I think it was to, uh, I don't know if you're familiar, because you know, you're from, I don't know, you're keeping up with the news, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Ukraine is at war <laughs> with Russia. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you know the 
Ukrainian president in history. Like he played. He didn't know he was he, an actor. I didn't know that. Yeah, he actually had a role once where he played the president of Ukraine. No way. And then he became the president of Ukraine I in real life. Did not know that. Wow, that is and very interesting. He, and now he's running the country while it's at war, and he's doing an awesome job. Yeah. So it's like, and I think that's just a. I don't know what the message is to actors to be told that. It's like, Probably hey, remember, to... don't worry, the Ukrainian president is an actor. And it's like, okay, I can do great <clears> things too. But it's outside of acting. Like Either way, I was kind of mm. like, that's a weird message. I mean, but. it is a kind of a weird message, but it is good to know. Like, you stay grounded, you know. it's Because I think when you maybe get those hopes real high, it you just, the harder you come crashing down. So maybe a more even keel level... Don't tell yourself this year's the year. If it is, it is. But don't yeah. bank on it. Don't like set your hopes and dreams on it. But work towards it. Yeah. Expectations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I. I don't know. We'll see what happens this year. Yeah. How are you feeling? You're ex- that. It's cool that you have your movie. So, yeah. And what is happening with your other movie? What happened? Which one? The one I watched. It's what's on the inside. Yes. My first feature yes. film. Yes. Yes. Streaming now on Vudu and yes. Amazon Prime Video. Yes, it is. Maybe Tubi. I don't know. Yeah, I don't it know is. where it's at. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wanted to get that in there. <laughs> I don't know what's the because you you watched it. Yeah. Nice. I think maybe you told me you watched it. I don't remember. I don't. Nothing is happening. It's out, and yeah. I've moved on. Yeah. So the, and then so what's happening with this new one? It's submitted to festivals, mm-hmm. and I know uh, it was a quick story on that. I don't because you probably don't know much about it. I, we shot that. We did eighteen days in nice. small town, small village town, Chama, New Mexico, northern part of New Mexico, town I grew up in as a kid. Oh, so I went back to my roots, roots. Um, a lot of a lot of family connections there, and a lot of, and it was like post-vaccine so got a got a little ragtag group together and i was like dudes let's make a movie let's do it i love it i got my fire relit yes and we need to make something and it was like february and it's like let's make something in may everybody set aside your may we're making a movie no i don't have a script (laughs) we'll figure it out i have the town i have a place for us to stay i have a location for us to shoot and i have lots of connections to the whole town love it okay so let's just go out there and if we just put it on the calendar i can figure out a story and i got a co-writer we busted it out so it was essentially like a volunteer-based group just of awesome people that i like to work with went out and made a thing cool but it was still like, yeah, I had I had the first feature under my belt, so this was like kind of kind of more leaning towards the comedy stuff, and we threw little horror elements in there, and kind of did a little mashup and stuff. But it was still very limited on our <clears throat> on our thing. At least we had at least we had access to lots of cool locations, and yeah. we were able to like give good production value with that. Some really beautiful landscapes. That I was love so pretty, it. so pretty. Cool. Um. So the intention with that was like, all right, we're all investing this time. Let's do all the best we can, and let's. And I've never submitted to festivals before, so I was like, "Let's do the let's. This is let's make this for the fest. Yes. We're actually trying. Let's do it." Yes. 
and uh yeah so we got our we got our you know everybody <laughs> we got our nose from uh, the big boys we got the no from sundance and then we got the no from south by southwest and then now you know you know those are it's, it's hard to compete with million dollar projects <laughs> no but <laughs> Either way, no, it's no. It's, the, the the chances are minuscule anyway. But it was like it would have been, it would have felt like a miracle lottery win if it got into one of those. So then we're just waiting on the next round. It's like all right, in April we'll hear from what the Tribeca's and the pass the the PIF and the and the SIF, Seattle, Pasadena. We'll see what happens. But yeah. it's a little mm-hmm. exploration phase there. That's a thing. And then that's been that's been a that's been a couple of y- we shot that twenty twenty one summer. Kay. So now I'm getting to the point when I'm gearing up. I'm writing. Uh, got that same co writer that with that one. And it's like, let, what what can we cook? What can we pump out if we give ourselves more than two months to write a script? Sure. Let's let's try to. <laughs> what would that look like? Yeah. Can we, can we do better? Do you think yeah. if we had more time? <laughs> um. So that's what we're doing now. Cool. You have ideas? You're currently writing something, or it's just only idea phase. We're breaking the story, so um, yeah. There's a there's a I could I could yeah. There's there's some things. Don't yeah. That's great. I will patiently wait for it. Yeah. After we after we cut here, I'm happy to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah. There's that writing the script. Maybe maybe playing with all right. What connections do I have now? And all the same stuff. It's like who do I have to get back in touch with and. What can I get rolling now into the what's what's the next feature? What can I get what can I get yeah. on the what can I get rolling? Love it. And cool. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. That's okay, great. Exciting. All right. Um <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. I think that's the time yeah, that's we're at time. Okay. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for this is fun. Yes. Finally love mm-hmm. lovely to catch up and hang and chat stuff. Yeah. Uh for those that want to <coughs> follow and keep up with all things Emily Sweet, uh, where where should people do that? I'm on Twitter and Instagram. It's the same handle at it's Emily Sweet. I T S E M I L I S R E T. People are like, "Oh, Emily Sweet." I go, "No, it's Emily Sweet." Yeah, yeah, Emily Sweet. I go, "No, it's Emily Sweet." They're like, "Oh, it's Emily Sweet." Yes, it's Emily Sweet. And then I actually started. Um, I just launched this past month a creepy candle company. Mm. Yes, uh, called the Black Wax, and that's at the Black Wax Company or www.theblackwax.net if you want spooky, creepy candles. Copy, copy, yeah. sweet night. I'll make sure I put links in. What do they say on podcasts? I don't know. D- uh, links in description down below. Is that what oh. they say? sure <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll have links to all that lovely very cool thanks i think i think that's the show thanks for having me on yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> great bye, bye everybody oh, oh, oh.